Hello and welcome to the Couch Tomato podcast. After a year of a hiatus, we're back with new recording equipment. So, bumili ako ng mga pang-podcast na equipment. No? Sayang naman kung hindi magagamit. I use it mainly for my other podcast, The Sorcerer Stone, which is available on SoundCloud and Spotify. And I used to do... I did four previous podcasts for the Couch Tomato. I mean five, I think. Five. And this will be the sixth episode. I have here my co-host, Rachel. Say hi. Hello. Okay, so uh, uh, we're going to review something from Netflix because we usually do movie reviews or movies na kinirelease sa cinema, no? Pero ngayon, mag-review kami ng nasa Netflix. Uh, pardon the sounds you hear, no? The mics are too sensitive and we're just recording at home so we can hear some street noises down there. And uh, we're gonna do The Laundromat, which is a Netflix movie that just came out this month, or last month, I think. Last month. Last month, all right. So, uh, okay, so the thing is with Netflix, no? Makakita ka ng uh, thumbnail sa Netflix ng mga pinifeature nila. Ang unang makikita, pinakita mo The Laundromat, si Meryl Streep. So, ano agad? Oh, sila strip yan. Panawin natin yan. Hmm. So, yun. Isa uh, sa mga reasons bakit ko pinunod kasi yun si Meryl Streep. Kala ko maganda. Maganda naman, maganda. So, we'll discuss it more in the review. Alright, so the format for the Cashometer Reviews will be simple. No? Meron siyang what I like about it and what I don't like about it. And that's it. It's basically just a conversation about something we watched. So let's start off. Want to start off now? You start. My yeah. co-host is kind of shy because he's not <laughs> a media whore like I am. Okay, so let's start with the uh, likes and dislikes. Likes. Oh, first, likes first, of course. So, yeah, so yeah. okay, so let's start with the likes. So one of the main things I liked about the movie is the director, Steven Soderbergh. You know, Steven Soderbergh, one of my favorite directors and one of the few directors na basta makita ko na yung pangalan, panawin ko agad. Ah, Soderbergh, sige, game, game, game ako dyan. Soderbergh's known for... Magic Mike! <laughs> basta pag girls, Magic Mike agad ang nangisip. Hindi naman. Okay. See. <laughs> Soderbergh, he directed also Traffic, which he won an Oscar for. And Ocean, some of the Ocean's movies? No, the first one, basically, Ocean's Eleven. And then he produced all the other succeeding sequels, plus yung female remake. I think he's just a producer there. Yeah, I produ- just said he produced it. Ah, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, yun, si Steven Soderbergh, no? Which I will connect na to my other point. Soderbergh kasi is known usually for straight up storytelling, di ba? Although yung traffic meron siyang uh, visual weirdness. I mean, not weirdness, but visual 
yung visual component niya na magpapalit ng cinematography style for every place. Like, nasa Mexico, mm. iba yung lighting. Pag nasa ganyan, iba yung lighting. So, he's more known for those types of directorial moves. But he's not known for what he did here in this movie, which I find weird. Like I said earlier, weird, no? Not in a bad way. I'll explain later. So, yung style niya here is basically non-linear storytelling with a lot of breaking the fourth wall, which he's not known for, no? It's more like a Woody Allen style thing that would, yung parang breaking the fourth wall, kakausapin yung audience, katingin sa camera. That's not really Soderbergh's style. Kaya nagulat ako nung nakita ko na uh, Steven Soderbergh did that here. And, ayun, yung about the weirdness thing, yung una kong comment after mga panood to, sabi ko, weird. yeah, it's weird, I don't know how to feel about it. But it's not in a bad way, no? More like, I don't know if I like it or if I really like it. But I don't dislike it. I like it. I like yung style. Okay, how about you? What did you like about it? Well, I li- I, one, it's, uh, not, one of the things I liked about this movie is I think it's a big improvement of um, how Netflix chooses the movies they produce the stories that they choose to come to life. Kasi I've, 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 I've been watching Netflix movies. Kailan na ba tayo nagkaroon ng Netflix? Years. Years na. Years na. And it has always been a, a hit or miss. It's either you have a character or an actor that's relatively more known. Like the one with Forrest Whitaker. But that story is really like, what the fuck happened? I don't know what just happened. Something like that. And now I think what Netflix produces now, the movies, such as The Laundromat, I think it has more sense. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, they're able to get relatively, or not relatively, they're able to get Meryl Streep. Come on, hello. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. That's also one of the things I liked about the movie is the cast. So Yes. Actually, nga, yung mga thumbnail sa Netflix, di ba? Pag may kita mo, pag pipili ka ng movie, may thumbnail na either poster or a screenshot from the movie. Yung thumbnail ng The Laundromat is Meryl Streep. That should be enough. <laughs> yes. That's actually one of the reasons I clicked it. Kasi, yeah, I don't know anything about I have not heard a lot of marketing materials about it. But mm. when you browse through Netflix and you see Meryl Streep, I mean... Yeah. You kind of have to give it a try. Mm. Parang I trust Meryl Streep's judgment in choosing scripts. So True, true. If she does this, must be good. And yun nga, sa opening credits pala, may kita mo Steven Soderbergh. Kaya, okay, I'm sold na. I'm gonna finish this. Usually kasi ang habit ko sa Netflix, no? Kahit na hindi siya episodic, kahit na one movie lang siya, I watch it in parts. Pag inantok ako, I stay posted. Yeah, I don't like that. I know you don't I mean, like I that. Want, if, I, if it's a movie, <laughs> I think I'd rather finish it. Yeah, but... In one sitting. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I just feel sleepy. So you know. Oh, but he did not sleep on this one. Yes. For the record, I did not sleep on this one. Yeah. And what else do you like about the movie? Yon, yung director, the weirdness, what else? Oh, oh. It's also based on real people, Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman. 
play real people. Oh yeah, that no. Mosak and Fonseca. Fonseca, who are owners of a company in Panama, who owns a lot of shell companies. So I have I I like one of the the things that movies that I like about movies is when they portray real people or real events. Yes. But I have no idea how close it it is to the real people or the real events because I don't know a lot about the Panama Papers. Ako din, favorite ko yung mga biopics. Because imagine, if if in the future you don't have libraries or God forbid, sana hindi naman ganun, but you know, a lot of kids today will look to films to for some historical background and something. Yeah, tama. Parang sabi ni Cameron Diaz sa Bad Teacher na movie. Movies are the new books. But I hope books are still there. Yes, no, that, because, was, a, that was a joke. Yeah, and also because directors and writers also take some liberties because it's a different medium. Yes. It's the same as, uh, let's say, adapting a book into mm-hmm. a film. You cannot really do it, you know, by the book or true, true, true to the book because it's a different medium. So, yeah, I no. hope it's, you know, it just shed some light to the real people, I guess, or the real story, just launder. Yeah, nagustuhan ko din dito yung, yung casting ko. Like, na-mention nyo. Jeffrey Wright. Yan, yeah, so din sa favorite actors ko si Jeffrey Wright. So, uh, But he has a minor role. Yeah, napaka-minor nga lang. Which is actually one of the things I don't like about the movie. <laughs> If we can jump to Yeah, we can, we can go through it. I just outlined it that yeah, way. Yeah, because they do have great... It, the movie has great actors like Meryl Streep. Who has a lot of screen time? Of course, he's the she's the main she's the main well, she's one of the main characters, and she has a big reveal twist at the end, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. So Jeffrey Wright and then Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman also had a lot of screen time, but there are a lot of underused characters like Jeffrey Wright and I don't know David Schwimmer, Sharon Stone, because there are a lot of known actors are here, but can't really but, but, how do you say that? Parang bitin yung sayang yung acting skills na oh. meron yung movie because their roles don't give them a lot to showcase that. True, true. Yeah. Mm. Sige. Uh, Likes, dislikes? Yung, doon sa casting din. Yung sa simula. Kasi pinakita yung this is medyo spoilery. So, simula Nandun si Meryl Streep, asawa niya si James Cromwell, yung from the movie Babe, yung matanda na matangkad. So, akala ko, okay, mga, mga sikat yung mga actors dito. Ha. Tapos biglang, wala pang 10 minutes patay na yung ano, asawa ni Meryl Streep. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Kaya, parang, what? What happened? Yun. Pero that's a story pala. Anyway, yun pala, uh, the story is basically the start. Yun nga, uh, Meryl Streep and her husband went on a river cruise for senior citizens. So they rode a boat. Then there was an accident. The boat capsized. Namatay yung mga passengers sa boat. Meryl Streep, isa sa mga survivors ng boat ride. Tapos hinabod na ni insurance for the lives lost. And it turns out, the insurance company was a shell company. Uh, they explained also yung shell company. These are companies that are that exist on paper. They have uh, 
they're legit. They're not illegal companies. They're legit on paper. But when you visit their offices, wala ang office no, na ganon. No. Uh, if you visit the people na nalistod as board of directors, they don't exist. Ganyan. Or fake, or isa lang yung totoo doon na tao. Basically, these shell companies are just fronts for the money laundering itself. So, it's a complicated process. Uh, yung isa sa mga hindi ko nagustuhan dito is yung the way they ano, yung money laundering. Kasi, for a movie like this, sa simula kasi parang it's like a documentary in dating niya na it tries to expose yung money laundering. Pero hindi nila... It tries to explain what, how it works. Yeah, it tries to explain. Pero, By exposing it. Parang hindi ako gano'n nagandaan sa explanation nila. Hindi thorough for me. Mas naintindihan ko pa yung money laundering sa Ozark, which is another Netflix series. No? Parang mas malinaw yung explanation nila doon ng money laundering. Kasi doon, siguro I guess they got to show the money being laundered, yung mahabang process ng money laundering through several episodes, unlike here. Uh, to, less than two hours lang try to condense yung, yung path ng money mismo hindi mo mapifeel na na-launder. Kasi hindi yata yung laundering mismo yung topic nila. It's the, the shell companies. I think it's the hiding, the hiding of these things. Hindi, hindi talaga yung we're gonna teach you how the money flows. Yun. Yun. Okay. So, yun. So, no. I, think, I think then kasi it's why you feel weird about it weird not in a bad way but you know it's a good topic but it's it does it does not carry a real storyline kasi like Ozark or Wolf of Wall Street for oh, example okay. there is a character that you can identify with that you can sympathize with or empathize with so I maybe there's more understanding in the audience if there's someone like that they can relate to in the story. But since this one, there is no real linear story. There are lots of stories. The one with Meryl Streep, the one with um, Saro, Saro from Game of Thrones, flirting with his um, daughter's, daughter's roommate. roommate and bribing his daughter not to tell his wife, her, her mom. And then there's also one with there are only two stories. Well, the other stories, because anyway, so there are two stories, and then you see a lot of um, Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas talking to the audience, explaining what it is, what happens, because they don't actually have the time, as much time as say Ozark, because that is episodic. But I think you know, there is no one character the audience can identify with in the story because there is really no real story there are lots of stories so baka mas mahirap magets what they were trying to explain because they couldn't empathize with one character they couldn't relate but yes they should be able to recognize na hey these companies are not paying taxes because it's an offshore company, but it's a shell company and something like that. So yeah. That's one of the things I, I think... No, it, it's not something that I don't like, but it's something the director or the writers chose on how to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I think lang maybe it's not as effective as having 
a concrete or a tight solid story that people can relate to maybe on an emotional level as well mm-hmm. so, okay. so yun nga yung nabangit mo about yung no main storyline uh, I like to expand on that kasi sa ibang movies diba pag may story na ganito like yung spotlight the movie yeah. diba that was an expose of the Catholic priests na nagmumulas ng mga mga bata uh, that movie acted as an expose pero it was told very linear yeah very linear start how they found out they exposed it then maybe make closure it's also not boring yes it's you not boring you can feel you can empathize with the boys mm-hmm. their interview or the the passion of the reporter trying to expose whatever yeah. truth there is mm-hmm. pero yung what I wanted to say about that was yung doon may magkakaroon ng closure sa huli like uh, ma- ah, yeah. the bad guy gets caught you go to jail people get paid in the end so dito parang ang inisip ko nung una mahuli yung ano well they Although, were yeah nahuli sila but nakatakas din sila they sa only ano. spent 3 mm. months in jail yeah pero uh, yun nga I was expecting more like a happy day in the end for Meryl Streep uh, justice for her husband or the mga namatay dun sa cruise they get paid uh, that's life for ya parang hindi hindi natin nasundan talaga yun kasi nga hindi pala talaga si Meryl Streep yung main story parang she's not even the main character I think she is the main character din since siya yung last shot eh hindi ba yung last shot sa wala siya or maybe because she's number one on the call sheet kung sina like they say in Hollywood no? top billing yeah she's the top bill pero yeah, you'd think it's her story. You think it's a story of how they followed the paper trail, they found the money, and then they got paid in the end. But no, it's not. It's more of like just straight-on expose of the Panama Papers leak, and then they told it in this way, non-linear, major uh, avant-garde style, naming mibang angles. Then so yun. But she did say she has a monologue in the end, which kind of explains what happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is no real ending. That's one of that's one of the things that I mentioned iffy about. There is no real ending. But then again, was there really an ending in the Panama Papers thing? Is there an end in shell companies? Larry naman, they still exist. Mm-hmm. You know, parang until people, rich people still don't pay taxes because yeah. they have offshore companies, offshore shell companies. So Masyadong real life ba? Ano to? Real life ending then uh, You don't get the fairy tale ending. You don't get... You just... Yun lang. Wala lang. It's just... I guess parang... There, I don't know if there... Is there a call to action? Because what can you do about this... Paper trail? Wala rin. As a, as a normal... You know. Pinaka-relate ako actually kay David Schremer. Yung... Yeah. Sabi niya, di ba... Only he, he is the ano, he's the owner of the boat. Yeah, the cruising company. Ano. Yung nakakasad doon is, yung sabi niya kasi, marami siyang options for insurance. Iba i-insure niya yung company niya. So marami siyang options, pero gusto lang niya magtipid. So he chose the cheapest insurance company. Yeah. And it turned out bogus pala, parang shell company pala. That's window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So parang may sinabi siyang line doon na, 
at the end of the day, I just wanted to save money. That was, Which everybody does, actually. Yeah, and this is what happened. Uh, but I, yeah, I guess it's a lesson on, you know, being choosy about, you know, background checks, compliance. Mm, yeah. Know, which you should always do. Yes. So Ideally, even if you're just investing 1,000 pesos or 10,000 pesos, you should still do your best to put it in, you know, at least legit hands, I guess. Yeah. I can't say trustworthy, but at least legit. Also, you need to practice due diligence, yeah, number one. Everything you do, due diligence. Yeah, so... Any last words? Char. Last words. Yon, yeah, I'd like to see more of these uh, types of movies. Because I'm not... I was not a big fan of Netflix showing their own movies. I was a fan of Netflix hosting other movies on their platform. I'm so also a fan of Netflix series, but... Original movies, not so much. Yung Bright, medyo nagustuhan ko. Yung Will Smith and Jordan. There are a lot you have not watched that I... Well, I have watched because you sleep a lot. <laughs> Ayun. So, no, what I want is Netflix to follow this trend. Kasi they started last year with Alfonso Cuaron, yung Roma. It's a Netflix original movie. And they received some backlash there from Academy Purists. You know? yeah. But they've been, they've been working towards... You know, better quality movies naman. Yes, yes. So, looking forward to seeing more of that. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm waiting for more bigger name directors to come. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron was one last year, and then this one, Soderbergh. Scorsese. Scorsese is coming up in November, November yeah. with The Irishman. Si Spielberg medyo malabo pa yan. Si Christopher Nolan siguro hindi rin. Kasi medyo mga film purists yan na gusto nila. Theatrical experience ng cinema. Which is, Netflix found the way around it, no? So they're releasing The Irishman first at theaters before they release this it. This also, they released it. Mm. Kasi sayang eh. Baka, festivals. Ba, baka ma-nominate si Last Trip dito. Tapos sabihin, hindi pwede kasi hindi naman cinematic release yan. Eh. Yeah. So yun. So I think Netflix is bridging the gap. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to... <laughs> I think there are movies that you really should see in cinemas, like those with big special effects and shit. Yeah. Um, that's really... M- Unless you have a cinema at home. True, true. Okay, so yun. Medyo napaaga tayo, ah. Sakta lang yun, ah. 30, 20 minutes. Yeah. Alright, so that was our episode for The Laundromat. That was my co-host, Rachel. Hi. Sting Lakson. Uh, the music we used, because we couldn't find music, ng the score ng laundromat. No? We found the soundtrack, but not the musical score. But So we played something else from the composer of the musical score ng the laundromat, which is David Holmes. And the title of the track is Robert Yates, like a person. So the artist David Holmes, the track is Robert Yates. Alright, so we'll be doing a lot more Netflix reviews for you, because Netflix... And other movies. And other movies, yes, of course, other movies. I even have uh, some movies we saw recently, but I haven't reviewed yet. So we're thinking of leaning more towards the podcast review format because apparently less and less people read actual reviews. Uh, podcasting is becoming more popular here in the Philippines. So stay tuned for our next movie review and. It's the Couch Tomato. Have a nice day. Thank you. Bye.